0: TRP, your one-stop shop for all TRP products and DAF parts. Proudly bringing you Offside Soccer on 88.7 FM.
1: Ba Montiel!
2: Montiel go! no! Argentina And good evening and you're welcome to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Um, Thanks as always to Morris O'Connor for the last hour with Kilkenny Today. Kilkenny Today, of course, is on from five to six each weekday evening here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Bear, you're, you're that, that Argentine, yeah, he'd make Barry Henrique look like a mute, <laughs> this lad, uh, you know, of course we'll be talking, looking back at the World Cup, starting in a,
3: in a, in a couple of minutes, Quive, Breen Allen, did you enjoy it? Oh brilliant, Jesus, what a, well as we were kind of saying beforehand, a little bit flat start of the game, but that, yeah. end of the game, extra time penalties, unbelievable. Yeah, it, was, it was a little bit flat, we'll come to that in a minute, because, you know, we normally
2: have, uh, you know, we start off with the first, Part of the program is always local stuff, but at this week, for the next couple of weeks, there is no local stuff. It is completely parked. Um, we won't be here, of course, next Tuesday night, which is the day after Stevens' Day. So we'll be back again this day fortnight, which will be the Tuesday night before all the local stuff restarts again. So we'll have a we'll be back to our usual start with the local stuff this night, two weeks on the next night. As always, our text number is 86 That's 86 That text number, of course, is sponsored by Taxback.com, which is indeed a Clune Tech company. We look back now at the at the at the World Cup final. The semi-finals were played since we were here last. They were probably a little bit of a non-entity, but there's a lot to talk about in the final. The second part of the program we're going to have a goal at picking our t- our best eleven, our t- world, the team of the World Cup, or our our team of the World Cup, anyway, and of course the third part of the program, and bear the Premier League. You know, it, it seemed like the end of the world there about six weeks ago when it was when it was being held. Thank but, God
1: it's back. Thank
2: God it's back, and and it'll be back next Monday. So we'll be looking ahead at all the fixtures that are going to be played on Stevens's Day next Monday. Uh, Liam Kelly O'Rourke is en route. He'll join us in a few minutes. But bear, you know, and look at the papers and on all the media and all the social media and everything over the last 48 hours has been euphoric in its in its uh, praise uh, for this for this World Cup final and the greatest game ever played and this and that and the other but like the first 75-80 minutes of it France never turned up uh, it was a non-entity Com- Argentina were in complete total control uh, and the game was it's just being eased to a uh, finish it,
1: it should actually have been over it should, there should have been about four up There were so much in control. But, I I mean, up to the 80th minute, I was looking for Mbappe. You know, was he actually playing? Garut had gone off, and then Belly had gone off, and Griezmann Griezmann had gone off. And I said, maybe this lad didn't even come (laughs) off. But, all right, they got a penalty that was a little bit... Other lads mightn't have given it. I I would say it was a penalty, but he was a brave man to give it. And... He got one Mbappé two minutes later and all of a sudden the thing took off. But it was only ten minutes. All right, fair enough. Extra time was good.
2: But greatest game ever played. No, No. there's no way. Cueve, you know... From the, from the very first minute it was completely all Argentina you know and from the time that they got you know Messi put them ahead f- with the penalty and you know a few minutes later then they went tuning it up a great goal a great, uh, wo- a great uh, worked goal That
1: will be remembered as yeah. one of the great goals in yeah. the World I Cup was, I
2: was going to go as far as said, it, it, to my to my eye it was nearly the goal of the World Cup it was the best you know it was a brilliant team yeah. goal yeah. of course Messi was knee deep was in involved. the middle of it yeah. as well you know, and Argentina were very, very good. But, you know, and it, it just goes to show you that these games can turn on a whim, you know.
3: Yeah, because it, it was looking like, it was very similar to the game against Netherlands that Argentina had where they were the same thing, yeah, two-wheel up looking way, comfortable, damn. and then almost threw it away. Uh, like, but like, France early, and I think the commentator said it, and we were kind of talking about it before we came on, that there, were, there was the talk of them, the, a lot of the French lads being, being unwell and this virus that had gone through the camp and it, you could see in, in a lot of them they looked flat enough uh, I mean Tio Hernandez the uh, French left back that was playing passes to nobody yeah. a, a good few times and was getting overrun and a lot of the other players the same but then it just like that it was the, the, the magic of Mbappe to kind of get those two goals in it was a two minutes he scored two goals yeah. and all of a sudden the game came to life and Argentina then had to make changes to kind of save it but I think Deschamps it had shown tactically how, we, how well he had managed that French team and he, he'd done it kind of the whole tournament where he was able to go okay it's not working we'll take Giroud off just before half time like that they took off Dembele who he didn't impress me a whole lot through the whole World Cup really um, and, and made changes and it changed the team completely and the, the players who came on they were some pretty young young guys I mean Kamavinga yeah. came on and was like a fellow who'd been running that midfield for years he he played really well
2: and Turam brought great energy Mm. to it as well but Liam Kelly O'Rourke you know come at the hour come at the man as they say and and whilst Messi was pulling the strings for Argentina and looked like he was going to just lead them to a relatively comfortable um, you know title you know Mbappe who hadn't been in the game at all but you know You know, class is permanent, as they say, and you know, right. He might have been a little bit fortunate with the penalty in, in the sense that of, of it being awarded, but it was a brilliant finish, and the second goal was a brilliant goal.
4: Oh, it was wonderful. The, the volley to. To level it, up or to for um, the second goal was absolutely sensational. But I was having a discussion with somebody about his performance, and they were somewhat critical that he hadn't turned up for the first eighty minutes. But I think that's the epitome of what world class is when you're strolling around and uh, on the television before the game, they showed a VT of Messi and Mbappe strolling through games. But then when they're required, they know where they need to be, and that is ex- and to, went to deliver as well. So I felt that really summed up the class of Mbappe. Um, but the penalty was fortunate, as you've touched on there, Jim. It's a penalty in today's climate with all the new rulings that FIFA and others yeah. have brought in. But it was very unfortunate because um, the the hands were by the chest. He made every effort to turn away from the ball. So um, I can understand why a referee has to give it, but I don't necessarily agree with the rule. And just finally for me, I have to say as with the nature of this gig on a Sunday afternoon, you're trying to watch hurling soccer and everything <laughs> in between. <laughs> yeah. So you don't necessarily see the game properly until you go home and watch it. And when I went home and watched it, for all the raving the media were doing, take the last 20 minutes and the extra time Which out of it. It was a very ordinary we game. There but but, but so bar- was
1: very little
4: in it. You know. mm. France didn't have a shot on target. Not at all, no. Not but at all.
1: you're dead right about one thing, Liam. When you have a player with the type of class that Mbappe has, mm. you always have a chance you know, even if he's done nothing for 89 yeah. minutes, yeah. he can win it for in that. Like when he thing. was
2: taking off Giroud and he was taking off Dembele and he took off, did he take Riesman off or whatever, I yeah, can't remember now, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, there's, no, <laughs> there's no way <laughs> if he was hanging on one leg over in the sideline, he wouldn't hmm. have been taken off. But Bear, you know, finished two all and it's similar, yeah. as Bear, as Cui said, it was similar to the scenario that they faced with, our, with the Netherlands, completely dominated the first 80 minutes of the game, bang, got caught with a sucker punch and everyone said and it looked really like it, like, this this is advantage France going into this extra yeah, time, you know, yeah. and normally extra time in these games can be extremely cagey and 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 nearly both teams nearly settle for a penalty shootout. That wasn't the case, oh. and the last half an hour, that extra time of half an hour, that was end to end, brilliant stuff. Goalkeepers played their part, defenders played their part. The the you know Messi stood up, scored right a little bit. You know it wasn't a, not not his most clinical finish of all time, and Mbappe matched it with the penalty it was brilliant it did. definitely the extra time was oh the extra time stuff.
1: was special but that's what they're talking about and yeah. that's what they're writing about because yeah. the match itself <laughs> yeah. there's no way hmm. was that the match that
2: they're describing, yeah, <laughs> you know, Queeve unsung heroes like right look at Messi and Mbappe, right, fair enough. But this McAllister guy from Brighton in the middle of the night, I can tell you one thing for nothing, lads. And if there's any Brighton fans listening, you may get used to it. you may enjoy watching him in the Brighton jersey
3: because he's not going to be there much longer. This guy's a serious footballer, isn't he? Yeah, very good. Well, like I mentioned there about Deshamps and his tactical prowess. I mean, Scaloni, uh, after when they lost against Saudi Arabia he made a whole lot of changes yeah. and McAllister was one of them brought him in and immediately he stayed there Enzo Fernandez as well they brought in Acuna as well. Played in a left back, and I know in the final he came on. <coughs> and he made a bit of a difference in the, in the towards the end of the game as well. Um, but yeah like McAllister, he's yeah, like you say in Brighton, they'll be welcoming back. I think a day away game against Charlton uh, no, I, coming up. Uh, well, I, don't that's think that's he, I don't think he's going to be there for that. No, no, I don't, don't think know. so. There's, There's not going to be, to be the, too many Argentinians I, I, or French lads I, playing I, their clubs this I, weekend. I think they've announced
1: today that he's going
2: nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. The only thing is he's he's going to cost a few pound. Liam, you know. <laughs> Looking at from the English the people the players there that McAllister obviously plays his trade in England. The goalkeeper, the Aston Villa man, mm. Martinez. Right, mightn't be the brightest button on a shirt, as he proved <laughs> in his little antics in the, uh, you know, with the with the cup in his hand. But he's a, you know, he's a serious goalkeeper as well, isn't he? Yeah. The best thing about
4: that picture was the Qatari official's reaction to <laughs> yeah. it and the stare. But yeah, 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 he's a, he he he. Look, sometimes he's. I'd say he's not a he's he's not a really pleasant character, or he's a no. bit of a headcase. Maybe <laughs> is the best way of putting it. Well, sometimes they can be the best players. But so I think sometimes we're guilty in this part of the world with clubs outside the top six, even in England, that because we're not watching them every week we don't appreciate what a certain uh, player can do that's true and yeah. i think he falls into that category and um, he saved argentina on three occasions during the world cup and um, he pulled off some brilliant saves against australia and he's won he's won the game for them in two penalty shootouts i mean goalkeepers tend to get more criticism than praise but he can do no more than that and he'll definitely be in the mix for a transfer come next summer that, that save that he made mm. towards the end of the game yeah from, Moani, from yeah, yeah, yeah was unbelievable
2: yeah now in fairness uh, what's his name the Spurs man made a, a brilliant one from Messi near the end as well but, but penalties has been a, a, there was an awful lot of penalties in this tournament you know and I'm not talking about penalty oh, shootouts I'm even talking about no, just, there was hardly a game that there wasn't a penalty awarded in but in fairness to Argentina in, in their They took nine penalties, I think, in their two penalty shootouts, and they scored eight out of nine. They were an you know, they were magnificent penalties on the, fine, the final. I know France helped. It always helps when they miss the first one and it takes a little bit of yeah. pressure off. But like people, and I hear people, oh, just to run 100 grand a week. For any need you just score a penalty, 100 grand a week, they shouldn't be missing penalties and all that. That's crap. Because they, nobody, nobody, nobody can pencil the pressure into the oh. equation. <laughs> like them boys to score them all day in the training yeah. round. But, but they were magnificent penalties. Well, the
1: great thing about the Argentine lads, I thought when they were taking penalties or going up to take them, they weren't a bother on them. They didn't. Any of them looked like they were going to miss him. Yeah. But I will have to mention Mbappe's penalties. Yeah.
3: yeah they were yeah. deadly.
1: Yeah. You
2: right.
3: know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. took three. Yeah.
1: He buried the three more or less in the same spot. Terrific. Now I know he didn't win the cup. Yeah.
2: And <laughs> but but Cueve, do you know the other side of it is like, you know, everyone has this, <clears throat> you know, romantic image of of South American football and Argentina, and they're all you know, wonderful global superstars and all the rest. Like, some of these guys are playing with Aston Villa, Brighton, Benfica, you know what I mean? These are not all, you know... They're, you know, they're not the best team in the world. No, but, well, they're not... They're, 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 they haven't got the best players in the world, yeah. but, like, they went into the, the tournament in the best form of all the teams in the world, right? And they got a kick in the You Know What's in the first game. And every game they played after that was a cup final, because every game after that, after losing against Saudi Arabia, they had to win. Mm-hmm. They've been under huge pressure. They had 50,000 supporters over there. Their government more or less cancelled all political dealings. And, <laughs> like, they played with such pressure and Messi played with the weight of the entire nation, the entire world on his shoulders. Mm. They deserve huge credit for getting the job done. And like, against Holland, it looked like things had turned against them Last Sunday, it looked like things had turned against them On a few other occasions, but Liam
4: they've They've got to give them credit yeah. for holding well, yeah, their nerve yeah, yeah, and yeah. getting the job done they yeah,
1: have to give their manager a bit of credit yeah. as well you know <laughs> a young man
4: yeah, could yeah. I just be a cynic for a
2: minute though? oh Gleam <laughs> Gleam work away I can't believe it took you till nearly 20 past 6 to get <laughs> I, the first cynicism out of you.
4: I think they deserve an awful lot of credit and the character they've shown was superb right throughout the tournament but they were very very lucky at times I mean, in the Dutch game, they should have seen it out. They didn't. They let net the Netherlands ah, back yeah. into it. I mean, any top team worth their salt kills off France in the position they were with 20 minutes to go. They were dominating the ball. They had all the chances. They limited yeah, France to shots from distance, none of, none of which were on target. T- to go to 2-2 two, two, and then to 3-all, I know a, p- a player of Mbappe's class, which we refer to is you know a huge factor in a game like that, but I would have serious questions surrounding it going forward because a team like Argentina and a country like Argentina will want more now from this. This will not I satisfy know. them. They won't want to go another 30 odd years without a World Cup or a... Con- Be- or a beli-
1: it- believe me, Liam,
4: tonight
1: they are
2: satisfied. Yeah. Tonight they are. <laughs> you know. But
4: they'll want bigger and better things and to carry on in the, in a similar fashion when it comes to the Copa America and the next World Cup. They they'll w- need to tidy that up.
2: They're the Copa America champions too. You know, before we go to the team of the year and we take a break before we do that, there was some extreme, and and there was some extremely disappointed, disappointing um, performances by teams, you know, in Spain and Germany, Belgium. Belgium. Those three coming, you know, in particular, you know, like it's it's the emergence of the likes of Morocco and Japan and and so on, like. You know, is this is this a, the way it's going to be now that some of these small, you know, the African and the Asian nations are going to become stronger and stronger or
4: was it just the way this one panned out? It wasn't... Well, there's an element of those countries have improved and for all the criticism that FIFA has received, they have invested a lot of money in these regions of the world and it has seen progression. But I think the major factor as to why we saw Morocco in this case and I'm sure there'll be another example in years to come is that there was no standout team like yeah. I, I don't think Argentina or even France would win the cup, would win the World Cup 10-14 year, years ago I do think that um, there has been a decline in the major nations which is good for football it mightn't be good for the, the so-called stronger nations because they has, their expectations are still sky high even yeah. though their quality may have declined but for Morocco for maybe ourselves in another universe a, hundred, a thousand years' oh, time. Yes, it might take two, <laughs> 2,000 years for us to get to that level. But it gives countries of Morocco stature hope and that's got to be good for football. there you uh, know, go on.
1: That's right, because how often have we said it here talking about Ireland? Lads, don't forget, there are no great teams out there. You know, you we've haven't. said it umpteen times and I think you're dead right. Mm, yeah. There was no...
2: There's still no. an awful lot of teams that are better than us, though. Well, oh, I, I
3: agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, there I was think, no Brazil in 1970. I there. know. No, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think a lot of it is—is the—it's the team. It's—it's it's yeah. how they're able to come together. Like Morocco seem to come together. I heard so them, did Argentina. Because yeah, I, I heard them talking about Morocco, one of the things they did that, that brought up the morale was all their mothers went out, which is, apparently was a big thing for, in their culture, it's to have a, yeah, yeah, the you're, family you're there. Right. And yeah. that was part of it. Like, like, like that with and Argentina. A, like a club. Yeah. 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 The same, like, like that with Argentina. After every game, there were, you know, it was this unit. Yeah. And they were, they were playing for one another. And that's a huge thing as why those teams, I mean, we've seen it with England down through the years, have always been one of the best teams on paper. But, they play a lot of the time as individuals and don't play as a team and that's a lot of it too and you see lads
2: they don't have the one guy with the X factor Mm. you know England don't have it Belgium don't have it like Belgium had it a few years ago they didn't utilise it Mm. you know they they don't have that one player that can turn a game on his own in a split second and they just don't have it the English press will talk about Harry Kane and Jude Bellingham and Saka and all and they're all really good players world class players in some instances but does none of them have the X factor
3: You you mentioned Belgium there I mean what didn't help the Belgian camp was De Bruyne coming out and saying we're not going to win it we're too old Yeah, yeah like and they were gone before Jan even started when, when they got knocked out I think it was Jan Vertonghen kind of bit back at him and, and kind of was. Yeah. but so there, there was no togetherness in that yeah. camp and that was obvious and that's, you know. that's what it seems to be I mean Portugal was the same going yeah. into the tournament they were they didn't <laughs> particularly like one another a lot of them so that's a lot of it I think in, in why those teams yeah. do well the likes of Japan mm. and all those you see that they, they come together and they
4: play for each other and the quality of the football in these parts of the world has mm. increased substantially oh absolutely I mean yeah. Japan for, I just thought of Japan they pulled off the great win against Germany in the group stages they're lacking a striker son maybe didn't deliver what he should have but the quality well, yeah. of football that these teams are playing you know for whatever, whatever reason it's just it's nearly on a par with the major nations now Bear, we'll, before we go to the break first time since 1954
2: that the team that won the World Cup conceded two goals on three occasions or more in, in, the, in the tournament uh-huh. it just goes to show you that you know you know, having a real mean defense is not the, be-all oh, not the be all and end all. You've got to be able to, you got to be able to score yeah. goals no, at the other there's end. No
1: point in being there if you can't put the ball in the
2: net. The not, but <laughs> they did. They can't. Like, Holland scored twice against them. Saudi Arabia scored twice against them, and France scored twice against them all in ninety minutes, and they still won the World Cup. And they were only the second team, I think, Cueve, are they? to win the yeah, World Cup <laughs> after <laughs> losing remember, their first game. Say.
3: We talked about it. We were going through the stats before. I think after yeah, the and yeah, right. we said who was, and it was Spain. And Spain in twenty ten. Yeah, and I remember you said at the time you still wouldn't write them off. I think yeah. they had gone, the bookies had, they'd gone, was it 4-1, to one, out to 7-1 to one yeah, after that but, loss. And, you know, um, anyway, Messi couldn't
2: be top scorer, that's all my, <laughs> I, I only got a fraction of what I thought I was, at, 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 at 25 past 4 last week, last Aww. Sunday I was counting me money, at 25 to 5 it was all gone. <laughs> you were buying all the Armani yeah. suits. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll take a break, when we come back, we'll have a go at picking the, the, the offside team of the World Cup.
0: Here from TRP Kilkenny We are delighted to team up with Offside Soccer on Community Radio Kilkenny City The team at TRP Kilkenny are delighted to team up with Kilkenny's number one soccer programme, Offside Soccer only on Community Radio Kilkenny City
2: And you're welcome back to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City Our text number once again is 086 086 353-7782 Three five three seven seven eight two. if you have any contributions you'd like to make to the programme that tax line of course is sponsored by taxback.com a Clune Tech company right before we have a go at picking our team Cueve of course we had our World Cup sweep and you might uh, let us know
3: where the bucks are gone yeah well we had uh, we picked out four there was two prizes for third and fourth uh, of 25 euro it was uh, 50 for second and 150 for first so the third and fourth of course Croatia and Morocco uh, Declan Lacey who had Croatia Gary Maro had Morocco I, I rang Gary today and asked and said to him you know he had won it and he said he actually had done two sweeps and he had Morocco in both sweeps oh, yeah. so I says
2: Gary if you <laughs> fell into a bucket of you know what you come out smelling the roses <laughs> it was brutal
3: it was Nari who had France and Michelle Mulally who got the winner with Argentina so congratulations to everyone congratulations, and, and, and thank you for has in, in, in alright ok everyone every programme and every station has been
2: picking their team of the World Cup, so sure we might as well follow the sheep. But this is the one they're all listening to. Oh so. it is of course, right. <laughs> okay. Okay, there's a few of these positions now are fairly are fairly nailed on. Like when we get to the top two, I don't think anyone will be too surprised with who oh. who's going to be the top two. But right, in the goal, you start Queve. Who's the who are the contenders for the goal?
3: Well yeah, I was kind of humming hum on between Emmy Martinez and Bono, of course, from Morocco, but I've gone with Emi Martinez, uh she won the Golden Glove. He three clean sheets. It was uh, for me. It was the, the penalty between the heroics of the penalties in the final and against Holland. That save against Kolo uh, Muani as well, and and the saves, as Liam said a little bit earlier on, against uh, Australia. Um, and even to, we think about like you know where he's come from. Looking back, where he like he started kind of with Arsenal youth and went along, played with Oxford United, Sheffield United, Rotherham United on loan. Now at Villa and now yeah. World Cup champion. But I just think. It was a mixture of his, you know, all of those things and the attitude. Now I know the attitude rubbed people the wrong way a bit yeah. at times, but I just think he was, he was the best. I think for me,
4: lean. The, f- the fact that he's such a maverick and he has that attitude is why I love him so much. I think he has a bit of character but in terms of his on-the-field exploits when I was picking the team, that performance and that save against Aust- Australia stood out to me because you have to remember at the start of the World Cup that Saudi Arabian defeat would have cast a lot of pressure not only on him but the whole Argentinian squad. So, I mean... W- they were under the cosh for periods against that in that game as well. So, for him to pull off such a great save and then to have the tournament he did after that, we touched on the penalty shootout wins as well, um, I think he was a certainty for me. Bear?
1: Uh, look, I, I agree with what both guys are saying, that the two of them were outstanding. But um, I'm going for a third one.
2: <laughs> well, they only to get. It's not <laughs> Jordan Pickford, anyway. They <laughs> <laughs> took the words out of my
1: mouth. No, I, I... Look... Bono was terrific. There was one particular match when he made saves that I had to look at him in replay to be sure he had saved him. And Martinez again has been terrific and that save he made towards the end, France could have stole the World Cup. But I'm going for the Croatian goal
2: here. Yeah, he was very, very good. And I
1: think, you know, the first night that they got involved in the penalty, I think he saved three of them. And he was, you know, an unsung hero like throughout the tournament with them. He was doing a great yeah. job in the goal, and I just give him the nod. Right, but look at I it, can't I, even pronounce. No, him. we're not.
2: He's, he's a niche of
1: some
4: description. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> they're all itches you know. It oh, no was definitely definitely very unlucky, though. He was unsung all tournament. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He had a few wonderful days. All right, okay, so right, right, right We're going to give him. We'll give him. We'll give the, the young lads. We'll give him <laughs> Martinez
3: in the goal. Yeah. Right, right back. Right back um, I'm going to start with me, one of my Ro- Moroccans I think I have three Moroccans in the whole 11 uh, Ashraf Hakimi um, I think he was well done he was the best he was yeah. the best Moroccan player to the whole tournament he was the kind of the key and, and, and
2: like I mean he plays his club football with Paris Saint-Germain yeah. so this guy wasn't you know unheard oh, of like, not, you know
3: what man. I mean he's, he's a good player yeah, he's and, a good and player like he was he defended well I mean like that I think up until the the semi-final they had only conceded one Goal, yeah. and that was an own goal, but he got forward well as well. I, I think, as well, that, that the goal he scored against Spain, the penalty, that Penenka penalty, yeah, to, uh, yeah. to be that cool in, in the situation they were uh, in, never, be, you know, to get to that situation, Morocco never been there before, and to to beat Spain like that, I think he's definitely right well,
1: back. It's the Baldy that I would have gone for there myself. I don't know what his name is, Amber of Hat or something. I yeah. don't know, but, uh, I would have given him the right, even though he was playing more or less central in yeah. the defense. but. I would have given him the right full spot. Now the other man was as good, was a very good player as well, but I, I just preferred the ball. Your yeah. man, <laughs> you, I
2: I think Juranovic. The Croatian lad that plays with Celtic actually, he's not. And if you know, Celtic fans are going to have to soak this up because he's not going to be with Celtic for long either. Because he's his um his stock has risen considerably after the World Cup Barcelona. By all accounts, looking for him, have thrown anyone
4: else. Kyle Walker had a decent World yeah. Cup as well. But he had a very good um, match against France. If they had a progress in into another the next yeah, round, he might yeah. well have got that mm. berth. You know. Um, I agree with Queeve Hakram Hakami, I think I got that right, yeah, has to be the right back. Actually, when I was making my choices, it was always going to be between the Croatians and the Moroccans. Um, I've gone for two Moroccans actually in the two wing back positions, but I just thought because in so many games where Morocco, although they weren't being bullied and like even against Portugal, they didn't create all that amount of chances, they were always they were always in around the 30 35% possession mark so they were under the cosh meaning that you know their 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 defense was always under pressure they always had to be alert and then they were a key part of starting those moroccan counter attacks so i just felt for a nation like that that were that needed their defenders i thought they stood up to the mark. are
2: we going 352 or 442 or, or are, i have
3: 433 three, okay
2: 442 okay we'll look we'll, we'll look it. we'll work we'll <laughs> around it i i i i think the most difficult uh, position bear and the one with the lead least amount of standout players was the left back position. And yeah. there's no real obvious candidate for the left back. No. And I'd be inclined to I think that Baldy lad was playing at the back for Morocco, don't ask me name. I think we have to find a place for him. He well, was outstanding. Yeah. I'd stick
3: him in <laughs> left back. But anyway <laughs>
1: He 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 do it for me. I was then? He was behind me. I wouldn't be worried. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh,
3: left back. Well, i like that. You're kind of picking through what's what's there. I I yeah. just gone for Marcos Acuna, for Argentina. He was he brought he was brought in instead of Tagliafico after the Saudi Arabia loss, and it uh, was one of the key players for Argentina. He was one of the ones who really showed the the no yeah. take no prisoner sort of approach. And again, like he was dropped for the final. But he came on late in the game and changed it. He was really good going forward. Um, When you're kind of struggling with that like that, to pick left backs, I think, Theo Hernandez could have been in there for France, but he got just a, a couple of games. has destroyed him in the, yeah. uh, for England in yeah. the, the game against England. Yeah.
2: Who, who left
4: back? bear have you any specific times? No, not really. No.
1: no, it's a position that I just couldn't.
2: Yeah,
4: Liam, it who was the most difficult one, but I, I actually went with your suggestion, the newly christened Baldy.
2: Yeah. The, <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Now, so uh, it's it, you know, the, yeah. you know, I think we, I think we were squeezing that Moroccan that in left fold. the two centre halves. Uh, Liam, we'll give you first I, dibs on
4: on the. And the pair. I've gone Gavadaril. Yeah, get that out right? Corporation. Corporation? Yeah. And
2: to, yeah. to all those on, on uninitiated, that's the lad <laughs> with the mask that <laughs> plays for yeah. Croatia. Yeah. Yeah. And I've
4: actually stuck Varane in with him from France.
2: Yeah, I think Varane had a great World Cup. In fairness, and I hope, I hope, he, right. I hope he brings it back to Man United. What yeah. do you think the centre after? I think your man with the mask. Yeah, well, I think in fairness, he, he, Messi. He was,
1: everybody was on about him, and then and he scored a couple of and he goals. Scored he, and he scored and a couple it. of goals yeah, as well. A, is that goal he got Saturday was a really outstanding goal? I thought
2: you know, yeah. like, I mean, right? Messi made a bit of an Egypt of him, but Messi has been making agents our nah, players for yeah, the last fifteen years. So I mean, you know, I wouldn't argue with him. Yeah, I think but, he's a certainty. is he? I yeah, yeah, have. I
3: mean, I, like, I actually thought he he could have been a young player at a tournament um, like that. I mean, it, the only blip, like you said, it was against Messi. But it was but a anyone, could have, anyone it wasn't yeah, Anyone. If it was a piece of magic. That could have been I anyone. See, know, have done it. Like but to be, he's only 20 as well. It's his first World Cup and he, he stood up. He was brilliant. Be, he's well, Cup, he, he up, he was brilliant. Be, he's playing with RB Leipzig and again, well, he won't can't be and see he won't him he playing with them much. for much longer. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> but he was brilliant. I mean, he was pacey and he was he was good. Very, very solid. Who are we
2: putting in beside him then, lads?
1: I'd go for... The Argentine, Aramendi. Yeah, that
2: right? used to play with Man City. Yeah, <laughs> the I, man for I, the penalty. I, I thought
1: he was really steady throughout the whole tournament.
2: Yeah, yeah. who did you put the second one in? Liam uh, Varan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't uh, argue with Varan, but there's. You I've,
3: know, I've gone with me second Moroccan I put in Romain Um again. Yeah. Look, the Moroccans mm. had, had done so well defensively. Wood, he was really he, solid. He,
2: he gave a season at Wolves. Mm. And God yeah. knows they could have done with him. And they he could like
3: it, it. showed when he was playing in the semi final against France. He was he was stretchered off against the game against Portugal and they played him against France and he was bet after twenty minutes, but it showed how much that he had put on the line. I think to the whole tournament, and, and then, I think I put him in for that reason. He had uh, the thing about it,
1: Varane is a different man playing
4: for France. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. He know. seems to be more of a figurehead. But he for was France. outstanding. Yeah, and look, yeah.
2: at, there, we have two votes here for France, so lads, this is a democracy. On on, <laughs> a, <laughs> I
4: call this
2: was opi- a dictatorship. Well, public <laughs> opinion is that it's a dictatorship, but I'm going to prove now that it's a democracy. The fact that I was that's wanted, only because what, we're on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, into the midfield, right? Look at what we're going to do is we're, we you're. You, will, we, will, we, will we go 4-4-2? or Are we going four three three? Or right, we can put we can shove Griezmann into a forward into a forward position because I'm assuming he's in all our teams, is he? Well, I, I, my Ooh.
1: three in the midfield were McAllister, Modric, and Griezmann. Yeah. They were, now, but look, they're the obvious ones. I'm sure Liam will have somebody. That <laughs> well, I, I
2: didn't have Modric in it. I have to say, I had Griezmann, McAllister, and and. Um, and Amrabat that's, that's the yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that's the other the Bally lad Bally from Morocco yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought he was outstanding I think Modric had a good World Cup I don't think, you know, I don't think he pulled up any trees I think McAllister yeah. you know is oh.
4: there was a moment in the final where I think he was backed up around the corner flag and he just it was a combination of skill and just battled hard but as midfield you know
2: what I like about him mm. you see midfielders are supposed to be midfielders. Uh, They're supposed to be able to defend, they're supposed to be uh, able to attack, they're supposed to be able to tackle and he seems to be able to do it all. And and, I mean he played a part in that goal oh in yeah, Di uh, Maria's goal as well like you know what I mean you know, yeah,
3: was the final pass, you
2: know. yeah. I suppose Jude Bellingham deserves an yeah, honourable yeah. mention yeah. here as I, well I, and I
3: actually had him in mine I, my, in mine my, as well. my, my three yeah. my right. three midfielders oh we're, we're being outnumbered Bellingham is going <laughs> to get in <laughs> Well, I, my three midfielders was was uh, Amrabat Bellingham and Griezmann um, like I just think Griezmann he again could have been probably he was probably second or third maybe in, yeah. in the best players in the tournament, yeah, the poor final, but I mean, yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't like, think he, that
1: he was suffering with this, yeah.
3: I think, I think,
2: you know, you have to forgive him that, lads. You know, I, I, I think he was definitely one of the best midfielders of the tournament, and you know, you have mm, to put yeah. him in. So, we're settling then on Griezmann, Amram, whatever his name is, Amram Bash. Yeah. We have to put Bellingham in because we, because of the aforementioned democracy that I'm sorry <laughs> I brought up now. um so what way are we going to? What way are we going to shape this then? Who are we putting? That? Are we making a fort midfielder then, or are we going for three? Are we going for the top three? What are we doing? I think it's the top three at this stage. Okay, it's a top more, and more three. about it. Okay, well then you know better. Two of them anyway are fairly obvious.
1: Uh, well. <laughs> Well, I don't mind. Well,
2: your, look, Mbappe and, 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 and what's his name? Messi oh, have front, to be oh, yeah. there. Yeah. They have to be. I yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 will ha- I
1: have to mention Saka. Has, Saka had mm. a very very absolutely
2: good yeah club. absolutely yeah. yeah. And again, the fact that they went out, you know, the first day they played anyone real of real quality. If they had a got over France, you know, there'd be yeah. more of these guys in the in the in the in the mix. But like, right, so we we now have ten. So we have Messi in. We have how many have we in?
4: We have we're,
2: Messi, uh, well, in, yeah, Messi. We have, in, have Messi at right wing and so Mbappe. So we need later. right. So who's we,
4: we? need one more then for the Messi and Mbappe are in. I, I, I don't think. Well, sorry, this sounds like a foolish statement when you say it out loud, but I say <laughs> it anyway. I think Messi was his uh, already high stature was built on by his partner up front, Alvarez. I, I think Alvarez had a brilliant World mm. Cup. Um, and, and bloody Man City have him as well. That's I know. scary, <laughs> isn't it? But <laughs> so I he won't sh- see a minute. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was between Alvarez and Griezmann in terms of the 11th spot. And the reason I went for Alvarez is, is because I think he was consistently. Consistent over the tournament, I thought the the biggest trait that Argentina had was their power up front. I mean, you take the goals against Holland, the way they earned the penalty, the the goal Alvarez scored from play, they were both um, figures of power and they powered their way up through the field. And Griezmann, as good a World Cup as he had, the reason he fell out of my team was he was very, very disappointing in the final. For all his build-up play in the group stage and into the knockouts, he... This right. let his country down. Ah, on the, the know, final. Yeah, been very He was harsh. taken off. I he know, done but but very, very when he was
2: there. Ah, but yes, he was brilliant in all the other games. Yeah, yeah but like,
4: the big one, he didn't turn up, and that's what when <laughs> it's a when <laughs> it's well, a flick well, of a are are kind Are going uh, to leave out then well? Yeah, he didn't turn well, up. Well, I think Griezmann <laughs> has to be left on left in Qatar, and the rest uh, of them can come uh, home.
2: Stop, stop, stop. Um, look at you know Portugal, were you know we going really well, and and you know the player. of but bloody Bruno Fernandes like that, but he was outstanding for mm. Portugal, you know. Yeah. And if they had gone one game further on, his name would been in the mix as well because he was really their talisman, you know. There's there's no question about that that he has taken over the talisman mantle at Portugal from, you know who, um, you know the manager of the tournament is one has to be the winning manager Speloni, ah, yeah. you know what I mean? But lads, on the player side of it, the other thing is. We've probably seen the, the end of a lot of guys You know, probably Messi He'll probably ah, yeah, retire so. Ronaldo will probably retire Lewandowski Modric. will probably retire Modric will probably retire Giroud. You know, Pe- Pepe, Giroud Benzema has already announced his retirement Even though he wasn't part of it So this World Cup would be known as mm. Being the last hurrah for a lot of yeah. Really, really great players You know what I mean? Mm. And, but the emergency of a lot of young players oh, yeah. You know, before we go to the break And we come back in the Premier League From an England perspective, Liam, you know, looking at how poor France were in that first 80 minutes last Saturday or last Sunday, they must be really, really, you know, disappointed that they couldn't get the job done against France because in their minds, lads, they'll feel that they had a right chance of winning it if they hadn't got over France.
4: Yeah, well, in truth, if if you had said Brazil, Argentina, France or England had won the World Cup, no one would have been surprised. Um, I think England have a, there's a mood surrounding them at the moment and it's what could have been. Uh, they certainly had enough to win it. I think they let the second half get by them in the French in the French game. They were the better side. They had their chances. That Harry Kane penalty miss will haunt him for, until the day he retires. But a quarter-final finish for them is very, very disappointing. And I think Gareth Southgate has done a good job. He's He has not been a failure. But I think any English manager that's of any level whatsoever in the game... Uh, be it a club level or in the underage ranks, would have got them to the quarter-final. So yeah. I don't think it was a magnificent achievement.
1: I, I think what England need, myself, is, now not the particular man I'm going to mention, but someone on the side of Pep Guardiola. They have the players. They're just not putting it... All right, they're putting it together to a certain degree, mm. but they're not getting the finished article. Somebody like
2: Guardiola would be a great for and them. And Arsene Wenger... No, I, I, am, I, hey. think, I think Southgate's going to stay though Do you, I, I don't he think there's, is, a, don't is, think yeah. there's any ep- appetite within the FA To go looking for a replacement oh, for Gareth Southgate no, If, if Southgate wants the job it's his I
3: think Well yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. he's taken it The Euros He's a, staying
2: till
1: after the yeah. European Oh he? he has announced that has
3: he? Yeah yeah, but that's I shock You'd say a positive for England is There's so many of those players And a lot of them who performed really well at this World Cup are really really young. I mean, when well, their best Saka, players were Bellingham, Saka, Bellingham. Yeah. You know, these Foden are the, you and know
2: yeah. Foden. You know, these
4: are their best players. Their younger players are their best players. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but the th- problem is he's too he's too nerdy. He's afraid to take any risk. He's like a good boy in the class. He won't ma- he won't upset the FA. He won't make substitutions early enough because he's afraid of being beaten in a game and he'll take the one all. And he's Gareth is happy and the FA are happy and the media are kissing up to him um, in lots of cases. Know, I, I, they I, need a risk taker. The, I, c- th- the th- cynicism th- is. <laughs> flying here
1: tonight well, that if there, if there had been the sense of a failure a flop yeah. They'd run him out of oh well, job. he would have been ran out yeah. of it. and he would have mm. been
2: odds on before the competition started. That if he didn't get at least to a semi-final, he would have been gone out the gap. Mm. Yeah. I think the fact that they just that they played well against France, and I think that coupled with the fact that there's no obvious successor to him, lads, mm. there is yeah, no obvious well. successor. You know, Eddie Howe is in a new job, Potter is in a new job. You know, there is no mm. real obvious successor.
4: But I, I think England need a manager where he might only last a tournament or two, and then he's labelled a, a failure in the tabloid. Like and they kick him out the door because it's all blown up in his face. The problem is... I feel with Southgate, this will all go relatively okay all the way through his tenure, but nothing will really happen. Yeah. Whereas maybe if they get someone who's more tactically astute than him, that's a bit more adventurous, like a Wenger or a Pep, mm-hmm. they'll have a good tournament or two. They might even win it, and then it'll blow up, and there'll be a disgrace. Because, but at least they'll have done because it because their <laughs> best,
2: their best players are their attacking players. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, they need probably to get something that's going to really, mm. really, you know, tap into mm. that. We better take a break. When we come back lads the Premier League is back Uh. unboxing day
0: (laughs) time to talk soccer on community radio Kilkenny City with Offside Soccer brought to you by TRP Hebron Industrial Estate Kilkenny TRP your one stop shop for all TRP products and daft parts proudly bringing you Offside Soccer on 88.7 FM
2: and you're welcome back to the third and final part of Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Right, lads, next Monday, Stephens' Day, Bear, the greatest day of the year, Stevens's <laughs> Day. You know, get out, walk 20k first thing on that morning, get rid of all the turkey and the, and the lag uh, and everything. But you've got to be back in from your walk by half-twelve because the first game is on a half-twelve on the telly and... Uh, potential uh, cracker here, Brentford at home to Spurs. But Cueve, Brentford, this Ivan Tony lad's in a bit of bother with Brentford. Yeah, yeah, and well, and I mean just... he's
3: their main talisman like. Yeah, well I just see that the, that the FA are handing down more sanctions as this betting scandal that he's involved in. I don't kind of I've don't have the full details no, of no. it, but he's two hundred and something odds um, got things going against him for betting. So I, I'd assume he'll be maybe he won't be out for this game. They might not have, have, have it all done by then and whatever. But it's going to hang yeah. a bit it's of a shadow. It's a massive
2: shadow. cloud hanging over a man. Yeah. Anyway,
3: this guy was having such a good season. But, bear,
2: you know, Spurs have... Like, obviously, Loris mightn't be back. Rick Carlson probably will be back, right. you know. Yeah. But Spurs have blown very hot and cold in the first part of the, the season. And yeah. there'll be no certainties to win away to well, Brentford now. Jim,
1: i tell you the truth now. I'm expecting anything. After the break with the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be very. I just don't know what way it's affecting players. Different players will be affected differently. Lads that were in it for the, the full hog, the, yeah. the whole hog, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, I'm expecting queer results. Uh, this one, a draw. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: Give us 20 seconds on this,
4: Liam. Yeah, hard to know what kind of uh, mood and what kind of fitness these players come back to. It. T- uh, to yeah. this in um and tw- a 12.30 kick off is tough at the best of times um I think there'll be goals I think Brentford might just shade it but it'll be an entertaining one
2: Yeah because like a lot of them Spurs players like I mean what way is Kane going to be when he comes mm-hmm. back you know like there's there's a lot of there is a lot of question marks over a lot of these games Cueve. it's going to take maybe two or, two or three rounds of fixtures nah. before you get a, a real feel for it yeah. uh, Crystal Palace are a home to Fulham you know these yeah, two teams I, I can see a draw here between Crystal Palace and Fulham. I think Fulham, I've been impressed with, with Fulham, you know what I mean? In, in I, up till I, now. I, I think Crystal Palace, Do you, <laughs> you can't
3: agree with me, barely You just have to <laughs> you know you know, in a word Queve, I'd be kind of look it's it's setting up for a draw for me like, like that. It's 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 hard to call with any of these coming back. I mean, maybe some of the lower down teams that probably aren't missing as many players as, as some of the top four, top five teams, so that they might have been together longer. Um so maybe it won't be as big of a and I know a lot of them played friendlies while the World Cup was on as well, Um but I think something a game like that, Fulham Palace, it's setting up for a draw. Yeah. In a word, draw, right? Uh, <laughs> Everton against Wolves. Now this is a
2: relegation um, battle.
1: This is a ha- a must-win match for Everton,
2: and and sport. And if, this is Wolves. Now, of course, your man they're playing Gillingham or somewhere tonight in the EFL Cup, but this will be Lapetogies or however you pronounce it. Uh, his first proper yeah. game in charge he's had a long time waiting sorry, to have his first yeah. game I think he's going to improve Wolves and I think Everton will be under pressure to win
4: this Yeah, well,
1: I I'd say this if Wolves win it if Everton lose this match they'll be ready here oh, that's say some
4: that. statement yeah. Yeah.
1: and I'm telling you now you're on, they're on top of the hill now with this match yeah. they're either going to go down that way or they're going to stay
2: up there yeah I but think this is a
1: tricky one. I think
2: they'd yeah, cuz I think the new manager bounces has, has a big a big influence here. And this yeah. guy napatugi has been a really good manager. He has managed the Spanish <laughs> national team. He's managed Seville. This guy knows what he's doing and and Lee wouldn't and yeah. I think he he <laughs> the best manager will be in this game, the better manager will be in the Wolves dugout as opposed to the Everton dugout. But
4: I feel in a game like this it's not so much what um, he'll bring to the table. That won't come. You can't operate on the, especially when players are away on international duty as quickly um, as the weekend. I think it'll take a bit more time. The reason Wolves will probably put in a performance and win is because they'll just be eager to impress him because their places are on the line. When a new manager comes in the door you want to keep your place. He might have different ideas so Everton are under the cosh and I don't necessarily agree with Burr. but if it does happen down the line it could be the best thing that ever happened to that club because they should not be in this position this season again. Last season with the money they have and the players they have should have been a, a fright one fright too many. This season just dragged on again. It's it's unacceptable. Of course Conor Cody is on loan at Everton from Wolves
2: so he won't be able to play for, for Everton either in that game against his parent club. Calvert-Lewin seems to be mm. always injured. I don't know. I have a sneaky fancy for Wolves in this. Mm. Leicester home to Newcastle. Interesting bear to see can Newcastle you know, carry on from you know, where they let off. Yeah.
1: Well, I said there would have been a good chance of that only for the World Cup. Yeah. but this has interrupted everything It
2: because like, they were the one club lads with the oh, real were momentum flying, weren't yeah, they you they know what flying. I mean and, and it, it came at the worst time it came at the real worst time for Newcastle you know and Leicester start, uh, yeah, uh, we're improved, we're starting, had improved yeah. a lot in the three or four games before the break and I can see I can see this being a really good entertaining game with a few goals in a queue
3: yeah well I just having a quick look at kind of mentioned about the club friendlies Newcastle have continued the form <laughs> they, they, they won their both their club friendlies Leicester only played the one uh, friendly and it was a nil all draw but I think Look, the way Newcastle ended it right, I know the break might not help them but I, I can't see them stopping this run. It, it's going to keep going. Yeah. Um, I think most of their players, they, they've held on to them. Like, there's no particular name comes to mind that they would have lost the World Cup and won't be back. Yeah. So you know, like they, Callum they, they, Wilson
2: got very little game time yeah. over there
3: so he'll be itching to get back on the pitch for the club. And yeah,
2: Really interesting game. Southampton are home to Brighton as we have to speed her up. Southampton are another team in relegation, bother. Yeah. Brighton probably probably aren't but you I'll know they won't will have
1: McAllister oh he will
4: he's, <laughs> you know what be back I said there's not a hope they'll see McAllister it's a key game for Brighton I know Southampton have more of a risk of going down but it's a key game for Brighton in the sense that every season and it was, it was going that direction before the World Cup break every season after a good run they go on a diabolical run where they can't buy a win <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see whether they can get back to some sort of form i.e. during the Graham Potter era or if it's going to carry on in the same vein but they, they have enough quality to, to beat Southampton I think Southampton have been hanging on for dear life for the past couple of years uh, Bear, Liverpool go to Aston Villa half five
2: Stevens this evening Villa you know have been yeah. have been poor let's yeah. call it Spades they've had one or two really good performances but overall yeah. they've been poor you know. Were, they
1: were starting to pick up a bit with mm, yeah. Emery you know the, yeah, and, and I, think,
2: I think they will definitely improve under Emery and I think he will definitely get them away from the relegation zone but whether you know I know Liverpool. See, you know Liverpool. You'd nearly fancy Liverpool to to do a job on them, but
4: Diaz is out. You know what? Who's going to be back I for Liverpool? You don't. I huh? think Aston Villa will get something from this. Yeah. I think if Liverpool carry on in the in the way they were prior to the World Cup, they they weren't functioning properly from the backline to the strike force. There was something wrong, and um, that's down to a number of factors which we don't have time to get into. And the fact that it's an M-ray team. They, as Bera alluded to, they were picking up in terms of performances and results and they're going to be very, very well organised. Unai Emery does his homework. He will yeah. frustrate the life out of that team and I don't think Liverpool are in the stead and in the in the frame of mind at the moment to be able to counter such an awkward Team like Aston Villa,
2: pessimistic red here please
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I think with the break they've had off, Liverpool
3: uh, Klopp will have stuck the boot into a lot of them and will turn them back around. Salah's had a bit of a break; he'll have him right. I think Liverpool win that game. Yeah, Better. yeah.
1: I think Liverpool won it.
3: Yeah,
2: they see, they see, they see. This, this is only, this is only reverse psychology. <laughs> what did like? Fergie and Wenger <laughs> call yeah. them? Mind games. Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock, lad. Saturday, Stevens' night. Arsenal home to West Ham. Another team that really could have done without the break in yeah. play. You know, a lot of their players were in the World Cup. You know, but he's got. You know, Martinelli should be back. Saka should be back. You know, um, Jesus is a big, big loss. To him there's going to be a he lot is, of pressure on he her in in yeah. in Techie or whatever you call it, the other guy. Yeah. And um, this is a real big test for Arsenal. They need to win this game just to keep
4: the momentum going. Yeah, it'd
1: be an interesting one. I think they'll get there.
4: Arsenal beat West Ham. I think so. I don't think there's any reason why they can't carry on in the same form, and I think Saka will come into this despite England's results in good form. England, yeah,
3: yeah, home win, yeah.
4: Chelsea at home to two games on
2: Tuesday. Chelsea at home to Bournemouth. You know, Chelsea are a team that were probably glad of the break. You know what I mean? Because they were on a rotten run, and you know, Potter will have had a lot of time. But of course, a number of these players were away. But they'll surely be good enough to win a home to Bournemouth if they're not. I, I, I don't know like, A lot of teams Have
3: said that already It's hard to know With the way Chelsea are going I, It's hard yeah. to call I don't know, I Chelsea, don't know. Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea Chelsea Okay Um. On 8
2: o'clock that night United are home to Notts Forest United You know Have overall Had a decent season mm, nah. It's their, it's their but who's going to be playing centre half yeah. because Martinez from Argentina won't be back Varane will hardly be back That's so hard. it looks like Harry Maguire yeah, and Harry Lindelof yeah. Harry will get, get an opportunity now to get back into the side yeah. I think United probably have enough to be, to win a home to Forest. Forrest yeah, yeah. 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 we're all in agreement with that then on Wednesday night Leeds and Man City you know Man City you know Alvarez probably won't be back but lads the beast is after having t- six weeks off Haaland you know he's the one player that this break has will have worked wonders for and, and I have a feeling that this guy is going to steamroll the second half of the season
4: Yeah and he'll be sharp he'll be up yeah. for it and he'll want to prove a point because the World Cup was the stage for all the world class yeah, players Yeah to and stand he wasn't there yeah. Must have been hard for him not to be there uh,
2: you know ah, sure it must have been He's going to end up being a, another kind of a Ryan Giggs and Georgie Best and
3: these lads <laughs> that, you know never the one star <laughs> player Liqueve, you know, surely Man City will win away to Leeds but <sighs> yeah like you know it's just they're too good I mean, and the way Leeds have been playing so open Man City will loved
4: that so he'll score four or five well, because it, of his it, ego alone
1: yeah, it would be interesting to see I wouldn't be surprised if there was a shock result there a draw
4: <laughs> do you think so yeah I <laughs> don't know race. again
2: but I think lads and I think Barry you make a very valid point these games come with a health warning don't yeah. they because you know it, it, this is not like previous seasons yeah. when you've had a, a pre-season this has been there's been a mid-pre-season shall we say and uh, a lot of these players especially the ones that are going to come back with this hangover as you're going to read about now for the yeah. next couple of weeks but
4: um, it's still going to be great to have it back Liam oh yeah you can't beat it I mean Stevens's day has been a traditional Premier League day and uh, even before World Cups were thrown in in the middle of the winter they yeah. always uh, drew up some surprises
1: you there used to be a programme on telly one time
2: expect the unexpected
4: yeah and Cueve, <laughs> you know I suppose
2: it's over now be interesting to see over the next six months what happens in <laughs> Qatar with regard to all these stadiums and and the issues but you know it's back to the bread and butter this is back another few weeks the Champions League will be back and lads it'll be like it never happened Yeah, it'll exactly. be like it never happened yeah. okay as always the hour has caught up with us I know I say it here every Tuesday night but unfortunately that's what happens first of all we'd like to wish all our listeners a very happy Christmas and a happy and new no, year yeah, exactly. we, we, we we get lots of good correspondence from you throughout the year so we know there's some of you who do be listening anyway so we appreciate <laughs> that we won't be here next Tuesday night but we'll be back the following Tuesday night the 3rd of January we'll be looking back at everything that happened in the meantime over the Christmas. So, from us here in the studio, uh, good night and God bless. Happy Christmas. And Kevin LaFarre is up next. Throw for Beattie. Maguire. Oh, he's Jim down. Cashin with offside.
3: And Sean Maguire is the hero of the day and the hero of the run that brought them to the Aviva.